Hello, hello, this is JT and welcome to my podcast, It's Just a Belief. Today, I have the immense pleasure to have a guest, Francis Parent-Valiquette. We have recorded a French episode. So if you're bilingual, I really encourage you to go and listen to the French episode as well. Because, you know, those are not scripted. So there might be things and there will probably be things that are not in a French episode. And before we deep dive into his transformation, how he changed his own beliefs, I invite you to sign up to my website, itnocoach.ca, so you get the latest news and invitation to free events as well. She lives in the wonderful world of the state of hypnosis and finds hidden gems in your subconscious mind. She laughs, she loves, she breathes, goes deep, transforms, transitions, and laughs again. More than anything, she knows that it's just a belief. Francis, welcome to my podcast. Hi, GT. Thanks a lot for having me today. It's really a pleasure for me. And yeah, just want to thank you for the opportunity to speak English. Since I'm French, I really love going on English podcasts and speak and just show my so nice accent, my French-Canadian accent. <laughs> well, we'll be both, right, of us. And um, that's the magical of um, having the opportunity to have a, a two podcasts, one in French and one in English, is I can have the same guest twice and we can talk about different things. So before we start, I want to introduce Francis. And as I always do, I will introduce him very personally. Uh, met Francis more than a year ago, almost a year ago. We started working together. Um, uh, we, were, we met uh, on a course together for a common friend we have. And then we started working together on his own beliefs. And then there was my belief that I would never have a podcast, that it was too complicated. And he got reversed uh, that belief for me and helped me get through and start my own podcast, which is, uh, which is why I'm having also you on this podcast as one of my first guests, because you've been very instrumental in changing my own beliefs about, um, about podcasts. But about Francis. So Francis is, every time I talk to somebody about Francis, they always say the same, wow, what a loyal, what, a, what an ethical, what a, what a straight guy. This is what I'm here. Like, he's a straight shooter. He's a straight guy. Um, you know, what you see is what you get. Uh, and this is what I hear all the time about you. Uh, and I have the same experience as well. Very generous Uh, very open to change, very respectful person as well. So this is really how I want to introduce Francis because this is my experience with you and this is what I have heard uh, out there on the street about you. So over to you now, Francis, and I'll let you introduce yourself. So just thank you so much. <laughs> It's like the second time I heard it and just, you know, feels so good. So I accept all the compliments. <laughs> I don't know how to say <laughs> it in English, but I do accept it. I love, I love like the way people look like, re, re, just see it through me that this is the quality they see from me and to hear it from you is just, you know, it just make me feel good. So I'll start presenting myself. As you says, I'm uh, actually, I'm a podcaster at the base. Uh, we met a year ago. My business is about to help 
people to start their own their, their own podcast. So we start talking, and you were like, "Okay, uh, like yeah, yeah, podcast is good, but not for me," <laughs> or something like this. You were saying it in a more polite way. Yeah. So so basically, I'm an entrepreneur uh, in the podcast industries. I had like so many limiting beliefs before I met you. I'm not the kind of person who will take the natural path. I guess when you have like beliefs, the common sense is to go see a psych psychologist and just try to work on it for years. Uh, didn't feel like the good way for me. So I started doing a lot of uh, self-improvement, reading books, going on podcasts, try to improve myself. And you just came out with this kind of hypnosis match with coaching and try to shortcut beliefs. I don't know why, but I just trust you and say, let's give it a shot. And, you know, you changed my life. Actually, you basically changed my life. Every day I do feel like lighter. And like you say, it's not magical. It's not like I'm living on the unicorn world, but I really uh, feel lighter every day and I feel more confident and just feel good, actually. Like most of the time, of course, there are some stuff <laughs> fit it the shan we'll say some days and still have to live i'm still human but you know like you really made a big difference in my life and i wish i would have done this like way before well i have to say deep diving into your subconscious mind and again it's not i always like to say like it's not me it's really the person that has those you know all that wealth of knowledge inside themselves and their subconscious mind, which is so rich, right? And I will give example to people because one just came up as you were talking. And because we did record in the episode in French, I do have some examples um, uh, that we can talk about because you said you were very open to talk about things. But so it's really about deep diving into everything that's been recorded since you were, you know, in your mom's womb. And, and everything that's been recorded, when you go back to it, you find the answer and you transform it into what you yeah. want for your life right now. This is where the miracle happened. And maybe we can talk about angriness because the first work we did together was really about you being angry. And even I think yeah. your, your children, right, calling you the grizzly. <laughs> and maybe you want right. to talk about that because sometimes oh. people think we won't change, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I had this. Okay. So, so first thing first, I don't know what I ask you. I can't recall what I ask you, but I ask you to work on something. And we had this kind of pre pre session, um, talk and you're like, you know what? I can see there's some historical angriness on you. Maybe we should go fix this first. And this will, you know, open up an, a new world of opportunities for you. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, like I trust you. So let's, let's do it. So, I figured out that I had this kind of, I, I won't say temper, I just don't have the right word in English, but, you know, I was really uh, edgy, uncertain aspect, like some, some stuff will really get through me and made me mad or angriness, like really uh, quick. And so we figured out that that was not about the situation, that was like historical, uh, coming back to my mom's stuff that she did that, you know, wasn't fixed, actually, that I'd, I never fixed. And this will bring me, like, on a bad mood, like, really easily, but with no really, like, link together. For somebody, we'll say, like, this guy's crazy. 
So we work on this and at the end of decision, I remember like, you know, like I was feeling like, okay, this is all over. Wow. What, what a nice, uh, nice, you know, I feel better. But for the other one, you know, like they don't know like how you feel in your head. So they're still hedgy. They're still like, you know, don't, don't go on that spot, you know, don't touch this button. And yeah, as you said, my children used to call me the grizzly because, you know, I could really uh, be like smooth. And you, you, you were, you like this word because you says like the grizzly is a good animal, is someone who's protector, is someone you want to be with. But, you know, if he gets mad, you know, you, you want to get out. So that was about my, my description. And the funny thing about the grizzly is, you know, I never had this kind of episode since a year or so, like we, we made this this uh, session together. But my kids still say the grizzly, you know, like yeah. <laughs> sometimes my, my daughter, she's like, yeah, but you'll do the grizzly. I'm like, how long have I've made the, she's like, it's been a while, but you're going to do the grizzly. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, like she she had to take the time to, you know, like to, to process it. I'm like, you know, that work on itself and, you know, like, I think I proved my point now. It's like a year, like, you know, I never, I never went out of me, but, uh, so yeah, uh, angriness and just to discover that, you know, uh, this is this is not linked to you know it. I mean, I know, I knew it. I mean, I mean, when you 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 get angry, you're you're not like, oh yeah, th this is you know justified. I mean, it's not justified, but you're like you don't know why, and just this session just made me realize that it was not, and I can. I could think uh, because those beliefs were at some point serving me, like defending me from the world, the exterior world. So I could just take the time to say, hey, thanks for this belief. You protect me for a while. Right now, I don't need you anymore. So you can, you know, please, please just leave my life. And, you know, it was kind of kind well, of magical I for me. <laughs> You describe it so, so perfectly. And, and I want to go back to one point that's very important. When we transform, when we change, it changes the people around us. It changes the relationship we have with them. But sometimes they're still stuck in that old uh, model because it served them as well. You know, sometimes, and I'm not talking here about your own situation or your children. I'm just saying, like, you know, I see it a lot with people who are changing or transforming. And they say, well, you know, I've changed. I'm not behaving that way anymore. But people keep telling me that I'm this. Uh, you know, I have a, a client who um, her, her family was calling her the marmotte, the groundhog, right? And so even though... She, she, she has at one point to say, you know, it's not me. I'm not there. This is not me. You can't call me like this anymore, right? So it's also about stepping up and saying, you know, I don't behave, behave like that anymore. This is no longer me. Um, any other belief that you've changed, Francis, that you would like to talk about? Oh, of course, because that was the first session. And then I said, okay, I feel, feel good. And... Then we start talking at the second session about like what's next. And I'm like, okay, th this feels really good, but when do it ends up? Because, you know, I can't feel that good forever. I mean, you know, it has to stop somewhere. <laughs> and you says, <laughs> I love that. you told me something like, I guess this is what we have to work. <laughs> there, there's something on your head. You just, you can't believe that it will last. So th this is a belief. This is a belief we should work. And I realized that this this was true that a lot of times I will just think that stuff doesn't last, so it doesn't worth pursuing 
pursuing it, you know, like, okay, yeah, anyway, th this will fall, this, you know, like, um, so I had this, this belief that nothing will last, I just, you know, feel um, left by myself. So you said, okay, let, let's work on this. And that was the second, uh, second session at my, re as much as I recall. So we went and that was a funny thing because when you go under hypnosis, like GT asks you like to your, to your subconscious to just bring you to an event that is linked to it. It doesn't mean it's the start, but it's linked to it. And then I'm like, I'm driving a Hummer. And then she's like, yeah, whose Hummer is this? I says, oh, it's it's the Hummer my dad's rent me for my birthday. And she's like, how long did you have it? I'm like, one day. She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, we got it. <laughs> So, so that that I couldn't see the link, you know. Like I was like, "What's the link?" And she's like, "How long? <laughs> How long did you have it?" So, so that that's probably an even that strengthened this belief that you know nothing lasts. You know, I will have it. You know, like that was my dream of my life. I had it one day. So, um, and not blaming my dad. I mean, he did. You know, he just want to make me live my dream. But that that strengthened this belief. So we unconstruct this belief and just, you know, like I can remember like because also maybe if you never did hypnosis, at the end we have a tape that we listen for a while, like a month or so, uh, and sometime we revisit it, and GT was like, you know, like you're you're like this horse is always going up. Go, you know, like you go, you go, you go, you go, you go. And I could run in the morning and tell myself, you know, like this infinite road and i'm running on it you know, and i go i go your horses like you know going like like miles and miles and it's never end and you know so just just i always have this kind of thinking when i think something will end or whatever i'm just like no you know like it will will continue so so this this helped me a lot also to just commit you know say okay it will last you know knowing do, knowing that it might I mean, it's life, you know. <laughs> I guess if you were a, a ash ash tree maker twenty years ago, you're dead, you know. But you know, <laughs> it will still last for a while and long enough. You, know? you touch on such an important aspect of the work, which is the defense mechanism, or which is like the belief that this won't last, or you know, or it's so not familiar to be well. It's so not familiar for me to be. Um, to be uh, anger-free. It's so not familiar for me to feel good that, you know, I'm trying to go back to that familiar of feeling angry or that familiar of feeling not good or this is not going to last. And, and I love that example because I use it all the time when people come to me and they say, oh, I had a fantastic first session. It's going so well. <laughs> and then, but I'm afraid it's not going to last. So I always use that example, right, which is and, and I like the fact that you say, you know, we went to a moment. It could have been any point in time. It could have been anything that it's linked to things not lasting. But we don't, you know, it's not really the, the, that moment that is important. It's really the belief that you formed or you reinforced. And the most important is not the event. It's for you to see it. And once you see it, it's like Santa Claus, right? Right? So you don't believe in Santa Claus anymore. You can just no longer believe in it anymore because you know it's not true. It's the same thing for your beliefs. Correct. I love this Santa Claus uh, example. You you can't you can't believe it back. You know? Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Um, 
tell me how all this changed your life. Like, you know, you, you say that a lot. And so I'm, I'm, I'm piggybacking on, on what you said yourself, you know, this changed my life. It is really, but I know you're doing other things. Like you, you're a runner, you run, uh, you do all those other things as well to improve yourself, improve your life, to feel better basically, and to um, have a better human experience. But tell me how, how, what does that feel and look like in your life in 2021 now? You mean like the, the work I did with you or my other tools? Just... Everything, anything, all of it. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> you choose your pick. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'll start by picking like what overall, you know, like I can give you like multiple examples on how this work just helped me to go further on other tools, but just to feel lighter just help take better decision every day like you know like um this this kind this really helped me and sometimes it's even funny i'm catching myself so, somebody will tell me something that i used to go mad if somebody told me at this and i'm just like yeah yeah okay yeah <laughs> you're right you know <laughs> i guess you're right so you know like have a nice day and so so this brings me like it really speed up like all this kind of self-improvement as you said and another tool i really do love to use it's really like respiration works uh, actually basically meditation which is your breath i say respiration but more breath work uh, really helps me out to learn breath breathing better also as a podcaster it's good but also just to clear my mind just to have like sometime you know I just don't feel right. I'll take like this nine minutes to do my uh, Kirtan Kriya. I don't know, like this meditation you you gave me, or just you know, I will I will simply sit down and take conscious breath. You know, like just we'll go with the flow and we'll continue later. And this really helps me to I will say get out of myself. You know, look at myself from an exterior point of view and say, you know, you just need to calm down. And it's not like. Take this five minutes. It will really worth the invest of taking five minutes to help you up. And, you know, so, so yeah, that's it. And it's also, I will say, like, I have some kind of regression on my running. You know, I guess we have all the context right now. And, you know, like, I'm just less good than I used to be. And this will also, I have this kind of, I don't know how to see it, but, you know, I, this caring for myself that I'm like, you know, it's okay. You know, you have the right to not be as good. It's not, you know, just continue, make progress. We start back, you know, just to accept it like more easily, accept the event that is coming like more with more resilience and, you know, like this is okay. Instead of going like, you know, you're, you're, you're this, you're that because you, you haven't made what you had to do. And now this is the result. Instead of blaming myself, I'm like, I'm accepting it. Anyway, I'm a runner for life. Now I know it won't stop. So, so I have the time to get back to it. Uh, GT give me the, like, bring, remove my, my beliefs that it won't last. So, you know, it will last. I will get back to it. So I will say it brings me a lot of resilience and a lot of, you know, like afterthoughts, like just, you you know, I can take a month to think about it and just, I will sit, chill out instead of being on this kind of, I have to solve this problem right now. Maybe just, you know, like take a break, ask my subconscious. You gave me a lot of tools or I don't know if it's the work together or, you know, I can really connect to my internal emotion. Like I have this emotion. Why do I have this emotion and get the answer from myself and say, okay, this is really like, you know, I can really manage this kind of 
a feeling. Thanks, thanks, my buddy, for giving me this feeling. This is like a red flag on my dashboard right now. What can I do to go better about it? And yeah, that's it. Wow. That is, wow. This is the essence of the work I want to do. If there's one thing that I want is people to be able to say exactly what you described, which is once the work is done with me or other modalities, they're psychologists or they're a trainer. I know you have a, a vocal coach, like you have different kind of coaches, people you work with is to say, okay, I'm able now to first, the thing I've noticed that you said is, is the way you speak to yourself. Now you speak to yourself so much differently. Like you're not using the same vocabulary to talk about yourself. Your self-talk has improved dramatically. The second thing yeah. I'm hearing is you're um, now capable of self-assessment of your emotion and find, you know, what is tied to that emotion and change it by yourself. Correct. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, like, and you, you, I will piggyback on something. I know it's kind of out of, of, uh, of scope, but uh, you said like the way you talk to yourself. And this is something that most like high performance coach will work on the way you, you know, talk with yourself, because this is like the person you're talking the most with you. Uh, and this is kind of a inner life coach or whatever, what you're doing coach, you know? So if he's always saying to you, like, you're a loser, you ain't going to succeed. You see, you messed up. Uh, you will believe it. It, this, this internal voice will create those beliefs that will eventually like either enforce you or block you or, you know, like whatever it is. So this is something, this internal voice is really something you have to be conscious of and just, you know, like, why, why am I speaking to myself like this? Will I speak to somebody else? Let's say it was my friend doing the same thing. Will I tell them the same thing that I'm telling to me? Will I be more resilient, more comprehensive about it? And to be conscious about it, it's really a nice tool to have on a skill set. What a great way also to segue into how we speak to our children, how we help our children grow and develop, right? If you, are, if you help your children speak better about themselves, use better words for themselves, you know, when they say, oh, I'm stupid or I'm this or I'm that, you know, and you're able to catch them up and say and reframe them and just help them speak to themselves in a different way. Is it something you, 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 you've started doing? How, how is it going with your children and, and those beliefs you changed? I will say I don't see like the the changes yet. <laughs> I do see the changes, but I mean, since they are growing, they're young. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I see changes. I don't know if those are changing, but I will often, you know, like when I will say something, I will try to pick up the correct or, or better word or better way to see it. I'll try to be conscious about, you know, not going on to a negative point, like you're, you're ain't going to succeed if you go like this or, you know, like try, I, I really, and I'm a programmer, like this is my, <laughs> my, my background. So I, I'm so, so right now I know like whatever I say, I'm, I'm programming their beliefs actually. So I'm conscious of Do that. Do you have an example? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, like, I, I might have, you know, it's really like little, little stuff like every day. But um, let's say the the other day, like uh, the belief of my son is really that he hates the the daycare. You know, he don't want to go to daycare. Okay. I hates it. You know, like and and blah blah blah. You know, like I'm like ah. Uh, 
I guess I guess you're right. You know, I'm first. I'm not like going under. I'm not like you like it. You know, you will have fun. I'm like, yeah, I yeah, got you. Yeah, you don't want to invalidate them, right? Yeah, I don't want to invalidate them because then, you know, they will believe that I don't listen to them. I'm like, exactly. you know what? I understand. I've been there. Um, but let's try to find something fun over here. You know, like what what can we do to improve uh, your feeling over there? And, you know, like just try to uh, instead of going on an argue, you know, you will go to, the, you know, that's a fact. You will go today to the daycare. Either you like it or not. I do acknowledge that you don't like it you know i acknowledge it i heard you uh, i love you and i understand all the, the pattern now over it but today we, we're gonna go so what can we do to make it more fun or w that you at least like like it a, li a little more or you're not crying this morning so we can go you know so this is kind of example i will will go through uh being conscious of it and i guess you know like a lot of before I will say, you know, you know what, we have to go. So <laughs> you can cry, you know, like, but, but right now, just, you know, I know, I know I want him to believe that I'm here to support him, you know, through those rough time. And even if it looks um, easy for me, I know it's a rough time for him. You know, it's a rough time for him to quit the house, to go to daycares with people that is not his family. And, you know, so, so this is how he feels and that's it. Yeah. Wow, I think you know what you're describing is is widening the empathy. It's it's like as you get more empathy for yourself, you get more empathy for others as well. It is really being able to be in his own shoes. But what I really like, I want to talk about invalidation because so when we do the type of work we did together, some people have kind of the outside idea that this is magical work and we invalidating and we're just uh, pushing ideas. Uh, to people, oh, you don't like school, or oh, you love school, we just reprogram you. But that's not that's not how it works, really, right? It is. It's, there's no way about invalidating. It is a reality. The person doesn't like to go to the daycare or doesn't like to go to school. Uh, we're not going to say, no, you like it. We're just going to go and understand, you know, why, what's at the roots of it, what are the beliefs, what is the discomfort, what is it all about? And then we undo it and reprogram it but it's not that magical saying oh no you know you're you're invalidating what the person's experience is on the contrary so i love the example that you give because it's full of empathy really a really great example and i love also like kind of this step between like you know you believe you don't like that school or daycares and you know you can't pass from I don't to I love, right? There's, you can go from minus 10 to 10, you know? You have to yeah. get somewhere in between, you know? I can, maybe the next belief is I can live with a daycare, you know? Like, yeah. Let's go, let's let's try to go with this belief for a few days, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> so so then I we'll love. go to I, lo I love it and I, I, will, I will go up to it, but it's really hard for someone to go from I don't like to I love you, you know? And I love how you say, you know, I acknowledge that it's tough for you to leave the family you love and be and you're well with and go like I in your voice and the way you talked about it, it was so full of real understanding. And this is what at some point it's the first, you know, that human that human um, comprehension, that human connection 
with your son is probably, you know, what he needs the most, somebody that really understands what he is going through and, and he can feel that, right? That's that's already a first step to yeah. opening up a platform where you can have an honest and open, you know, conversation with uh, with your son. So it's creating a space for it, which is which is amazing. And you're holding yeah, the space yeah. for it. And it goes like from my first day I went to dad, you know, like I said to myself, for me being a successful dad is no matter what they're going through, if they have the, um, they feel safe to talk about it with me, you know, I, w I, I, I succeed, you know, that that's for me, that's the success of being a parent, you know, like if at 16 years old, whatever the, the, the mess they created or whatever, whatever the, the, the age also you know if they created the mess they made a big mistake but you know they feel safe that they can tell tell it to me i guess you know for me my job is done you know like wow. I, i will i will feel proud i will say that you know i won't won't block myself if they don't you know it's okay but i will be proud if you know they get to me and they can feel safe enough to tell me like look i did this mistake and you know like okay let's fix it now I can help them, you know, just to know that or, or just, you know, listening to them. Though. You, you need to clear clear your buffer. Just speak to me, you know, <laughs> worst case scenario. But just knowing the safe, the safeness I created, I will be really proud. Well, you seem to, to be on that on that path quite, quite clearly. Um, any other uh, modalities? As I always say to people, the work that I do is one thing, but I really encourage people i know you have other coaches you work with you have your running coaches your your runner we talked about that earlier but any other modalities that have really helped you change your beliefs or um i will you know like it's a long process and i guess when you're a male and you're young you're like no i can manage it myself i don't need help from anybody else um but for me you you, you pinpoint i will really like this pinpoint on running and it can be like any sports activities but um i never ran i was like really like overweight you know i i had no no chance to being sporty i was not the sporty guy And someday uh, somebody gave me a challenge, say, hey, do you want to come run the half marathon with me? I said, okay, I never run of my life. Let's do it. And I just fall in love with the process of training and feeling better. And, you know, like when you're running, there's something magical about your breath. Like I, I think the breath has a lot to do. And here in North America, people are breathing from their, their shoulder, actually, like the, the upper, upper uh, lung instead of their belly, which brings a lot of problem on the head for the health, for everything. But when you run, you have no choice to learn to breathe well. You need hair. You need a lot of air if you want to run for a while. So you actually, your, your own body will show you how to breathe. And this brought me like uh, this inner peaceful. I was going to run and then I came back and I was feeling peaceful. And then I had like kind of a rough time. So it was not for me like just fun or, you know, it was I go run because I need it. I go run. I feel better. And when I felt better, it's kind of the wheel starting going on the other way around. So you're like, okay, I feel better after running. What can I do to run better? So I will start. I did start like uh, losing weight. Uh, I know you don't like the losing weight <laughs> way, but I was getting closer to my actually um 
normal weight i will say that i, w- I was getting closer to a better weight uh so then you know i open up myself to other things uh which brings me like few years later to you and your treatment but in between there were some a lot of podcasts to help me uh some book that i audio book i don't like to read so you know <laughs> everything is audio <laughs> for me some kind of um you know uh psychometric test you know like learning yourself learning yourself from others point of view uh did really help me out and that was the process but i will say like the sports like starting running is really a major uh pivot point this is where i did start like thinking more about me like you know like my body my mind oh you know all this Uh, gave me a good feeling to feel better and just pursue this. Okay, I will feel better. You know, I can feel better like an hour or two hours after I ran. How can I, you know, extend this to a few few more minutes, few more hours, be proud. And also it shows me that, you know, stuff lasts. When you start yeah. like being serious and you don't stop, you you really start believing. Yeah, I can do this. Definitely. You know, like... It's been a year. Okay, I can do another year, of course. Yeah. You know, I did the first, I did the, the hardest one. Now it's going to be easier. Yeah. And the better you feel, the better you want to feel. And once you get into that zone where you psychologically, emotionally, physically, spiritually even feel good about your life, about yourself, you want to keep that going. You want to create that new familiar and stay in that new familiar. And if you slip and go back to the old neuropath, often you say, oh my God, this is so uncomfortable. I don't want to stay there. I want to go back to my new, my new way of being and living. And this is, what, this is why we have those recordings that people listen to every day for a while, just to ensure we, we, we just make a, a strong, deep, new neural path in which you're going and you want to create that new familiar so you this is why i always say you know i like when people do other things and the work we do together running other coaches psychologists uh, other type of therapy uh, uh, meditation whatever because the more you create that new familiar zone where you're happy with yourself comfortable with yourself you feel comfortable in your skin you love your life and everything When you slide back into your old neuropath, you're like, oh, this is not good. This is not comfortable. I'd rather go back to this, you know, place where I feel good about myself. So this is what we're trying to create. And it works. And it works. So in conclusion, uh, <laughs> Francis, if you could grant to your son or somebody you really love, but I know you love your children, a belief, what would that be? Just you, you can do it. Okay, you can do it, and why? Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, you can do it. Like just you know, like you you're able to do it, or you know, like you have the capacity to do it. This is what I will uh, definitely tell them. You know, like no matter how crazy it looks like, and uh, especially if others are telling you you can't, I'm pretty sure you can. You know, like <laughs> you'll figure out. So that that's the belief I will I will like them to 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 uh, to have because th- this will give them a lot of liberty for me you know like you know if you believe you can do it then you know the the hardest thing is to believe it actually I think you know any project any any new transformation the hardest thing is to believe you can do it once you believe it you'll just you know it's it's a matter of execute 
ex- uh, plan execution. <laughs> I mean, once you say, okay, I can I can do this half marathon. Now, I'll do do I go? You know, like I get a trainer, you'll figure it out. You know, but if you don't believe it, you know, nothing will get out of it. You know, if if whatever the therapy or the transformation or the way you'll take, if you don't believe um, that you can do it, that you're able to do it, you know, it won't work. So. So yeah, yeah, you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. No matter so what. Be, I could do a podcast. There you go. You changed that yeah. belief for me. You helped me change that belief, which was, you know, I can't do a podcast. It's too complicated. Um, you know, uh, and then now I'm at, I think this is going to be the 20th episode, which is 40 episodes because 20 in French, 20 in English, uh, in a few months, um, you know, week after week, despite sometimes very last minute <laughs> And sometimes thinking I didn't have any topic and, and sometimes thinking that, you know, um, it, it wouldn't, as you say, you know, when you start, it's always like, it's not going to interest anybody. I don't want to have any things to talk about. And now I'm having guests and this is new and, and, and this is fun. And, um, and yes, I can do it. (laughs) So now the belief is it's fun. (laughs) Exactly. Now the belief is it's fun and I get to. I get also to take the time to listen to um, the experience of people in a different way, not being there yeah. as, uh, you know, the coach or the no coach, but being there just as a host and having the pleasure to really listen to uh, my guest stories. So. Yeah, and you also share it with the community. It's it's kind of better of both words, you know. You will love to have those kind of encounters, um, you know, like this kind of outside encounters where we can talk about something like from another point of view. And plus, you know, you have this and then you also like give it back to your community, which they can benefit from it. So you're doing a good, good things at, uh, for the community at the same time. So. Yeah, we, we talked a lot about the ripple effect we try to create, right? By the podcast, like you create, try to create a better world. And I, and, I, <laughs> and, I, and I try to help people see that they can really change their belief and that can really change their life. Because, you know, you change your belief, you change your emotion, you change your action, and then it change your life. And this is really empowering instead of being disempowering. So any word of wisdom in conclusion for uh, our audience? Follow, follow JT. <laughs> <laughs> just hit subscribe and give a review, <laughs> give five star. No, just, yeah, yeah. But the, the word of wisdom would be that. Yeah, you know, like just, and you can do it also. Very good. Thank you. Thank you so much. So thank you, Francis. It was a pleasure to have you on this episode of It's Just the Belief. And as you all know, until next time, it's just the belief. Right.